I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Can you feel the fam tonight? I just can't wait to be fam. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. This is Levins. My name's Angus. And <laughs> this is the John Favreau live action remake. Well, no, John Favreau remake of the 1994 classic, The Lion King. Um, that's you just watched it. I've just come straight from the cinema. He's he's still wearing he's got his, my pass, my guest pass. He's wearing a cool laminate. It says Disney, The Lion King, guest, and then there's a paw print. Not mine, mind you. Copyright 2019 Disney. Oh no. I could put that on eBay right now and make at least $400, <laughs> I think. Oh, actually, the, 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 the lanyard, the lanyard is, cool, is, is, is like a printed I might wear that at work now. Just a ribbon? I might wear that at work. Cut, the, cut the tag part of it and that's yeah. a ribbon you can wear in your hair. I love that. I love it all. This is, uh, yeah, this, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, just came from the premiere of the remake of The Lion King. I keep going to say live action remake, but it's not at all. Sadly, we'll only be reviewing the lanyard tonight. Well, that's it. Lanyard five stars, better than the cartoon. Can you review the lanyard tonight? <laughs> we'll review it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, is there an embargo for a fucking? I don't know. I don't you can't care. really spoil this. It's already movie. come out. Yeah, has it? <laughs> Twenty five years ago. No, I mean, it's yeah. No, there's. I don't think there's embargo. If there is, I'm not reading. Like, no, I think they want everyone to talk about it because of its current dicey. Uh, it's current like split review. So you're going to talk about. Your impressions. Let's talk about like and, and like the state of Disney remakes. I oh, think I can't so fucking wait. I, I can see you hardening in your groin area at the moment I said that. <laughs> um, and then uh, we're also going to be doing some hot, hot predictions for uh, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Upcoming panels. We got a Marvel one coming up. Is it this weekend? Yeah, it's it's Sunday. Um, Eastern Australian Eastern Standard Time around ten thirty. Our ten thirty a.m. or ten a.m. Okay, so we'll so you and I are going to be at Splendor. I think we should record a. 10 minute reaction at one point over the weekend okay let's do a video reaction while i'm supposed because i'm djing yeah splendor in the grass is this weekend everybody it's the biggest festival in australia and oh that's good angus and i headlining yep Um, we're headlining the uh men's bathroom (laughs) i'm djing at the this is like the best brand alignment ever for uh yeah a dad um i'm i'm djing dad (laughs) djing the rimmel the makeup brand they have a they have a, their own. No like, one knows that you wear makeup. We we do we both put makeup on before we record, and we know no one's only on watching. my voice. 
Well, I, put I, just, a, I, I, I eat makeup you before, eat makeup. before we record every episode. Of and when I say I put makeup on, I mean I look in the mirror and, and write damage backwards. <laughs> yeah. I write damage on my forearm. See, I'm DJing the Rimmel stage and then at night... The rim job stage. Rim jobs. I'm, getting, I'm giving out rim jobs from, from midday till 6pm yeah. every day of Splendor. Uh, it's why I'm going. I and wasn't going. every night I'm heading straight from Rimmel to the Tinder block party. Man, and I'm DJing crazy. from eight till ten every night. Uh, doing every a, night, a love song. It's called Lev Song Dedications. And it's it's ridiculous. And it, and you you like you write your your request. So it's paper, is it? Yep. Okay. Paper trail. That's a little low tech for what I thought Tinder would be doing. Oh no, they were like we, we could set up this thing. I was like, no, I want I want a box with paper. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's more fun for me to re- read out shitty. Yeah, totally. People, I, I just want like you know. You want that dr- interaction. I, I want drunk twenty year olds r- drawing penises on pieces of paper and, and writing them, um, putting them in a box. See you later, bat fags. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Damn it, I blew my bit. I was gonna do that. <laughs> that's how you were gonna know I was there. Um, but that's yeah, a, that's pretty amazing brand alignment. I I think when when you think. Me. Also, I was just gonna say that was a riff from an earlier episode. That wasn't me. That was he was quoting something that someone yelled at us. So in a way, he was reliving past trauma. I'm passing on the hate crime. It is cyclical, isn't it? Um, yep. Hate crime. I've learned. <laughs> so we're passing that trauma on to you now. So yeah, when you think makeup and and online dating apps, think, I think you think think DJ Levens. Yeah. Well, we'll be at Splendor, so we'll do a reaction something. Hell, we might even po- uh, post it in our exclusive Discord. Yeah. So we started a Discord this week, um, which is uh, you probably don't know. Like, it's not. Don't don't feel like you're an idiot if you don't know what it is. Discord is it was starting for like for like gaming for game chat, it. right? Yeah. A lot of people use it for the Switch because it's a far better replacement for, for the Switch chat. online. Yeah. But we um we hate Facebook. Oh, it's dis- it's and Facebook and Facebook, uh, Facebook hates me. Facebook hate, hated us first. You've yeah. been Angus gets banned from Facebook like once a month. A, a minimum. Yeah. Um, for the most like inane shit. Only one time it was because he posted hentai in, yeah. in the HeyFam Facebook group. Hell yeah. And the, the hentai was the funniest thing it ever. Was great. It was one of the, the strawberry shortcake hentai. Remember the character? Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. And Let me amend it. Only twice you were banned yeah, from twice. Facebook. What for, was the other one? Because you posted <laughs> speaking of rim jobs. You sp- oh. you put up a picture of like one of the like F tier characters from Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> That's right. That like, was the cover up for our um one of our episodes. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 episode. It was like someone licking his butthole. Yeah. It was great. Someone got the character models. Yeah. Like, it was wasn't like a fan art, like they'd gotten the models from the like data. Uh, you know, data being Kingdom Hearts. Of course, it was in the, it was in his heart. <laughs> that game is so stupid. I'm so glad I get that that's one of my that's how I know I'm an adult now. If I was a teenager or an early twenties man, which is still an adult, but I would have stuck with it because I thought I had to. But I'm so glad I just like came into that series late and can't defend it because <laughs> it was the worst game I've played. Uh, th- there's definitely some good in that series. I, I, I stand by it. All but it also is... some of the nonsense that they say, I say I, is on par with the last two episodes of End of Evan- Evangelion. Uh, no, I will debate you on that till the end of the day. <laughs> they're not too far. They're, they're of, of the same species. They're of the same species, but one is, one is about good and like one is a bad. crippling man's de- depression and how he is dealing with that via a show about mechas. And Look, the other know, is about <laughs> selling nine versions of the same game and then the sequel and then its sequel. Just, yeah. Con- Do you know where's a great place to argue about this, Angus? The Discord. The AFAM Discord. But there's a t- few too many channels at the moment, I think, and that's not your fault or my fault. I just think we'll wean those out. Yeah, so Let's basically, we've hit. made a HeyFam message board. Yeah, and uh, and it's um, you you get it 
by becoming a patron of HeyFam. Again, yep. you we, link we, your love, we love spooking that patron. It's an app on your phone or like a desktop browser situation. Yeah, but and it's really cool. It's like a way of us, like, you know, we don't need to monitor it all the time. No. You we, just, it just adds you if you are a patron. It's insane. Also, um, one for the day one is it's like the closest thing to the chat that we used to have, except we don't have to share our personal details. Yeah, so we used, to have, we used to have a HeyFam chat where we just had this ongoing Facebook Messenger chat. With I think it started off with 12 people. Like, I remember the first night and it was like, wow, this is cool. There's 12 people chatting. And then that got, I think... Like not 120 or something. And it was just hideous. <laughs> if you didn't look at it for five minutes, you'd be like Completely light lost. years away from the conversation. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was too many people. too, many, And I felt obligated to read it all. And then I would just... You, you tapped out before I did. I you, would you take weeks off and then jump back in and be like, hi, and then leave. And then you'd post a meme and someone would be like, that got posted a week ago. And yeah. you'd be like, fuck off. Yeah, I'd be like, I, I'm actually out here doing life. <laughs> You're like, I made this meme. Yeah, I am the meme. I can ban you too. And that's how I used to threaten banning people constantly. <laughs> it made us bad. And then we got this Facebook group, which at the time was great because it alleviated so much pressure off us to feel we have to check but, something but now that's become not as annoying it's just not as good as experience facebook sucks like, and like yeah it, 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 you shouldn't look at something like you know it's like oh this is the one reason that i'm still using this shitty service yeah, totally and there's been like five people who have switched to the discord have said payfam is the only reason why i've kept facebook there's well, been a few people th- there have been people that have been like oh i've stopped using payfam because i hated facebook so much totally. so it'll be good to be in this in is payfam so again. good and it's like everyone's nice and it reminds us of um both of us of that We've talked about it, true internet. Where it's yeah, just yeah. Like, we did an episode a while ago about the way internet used to be. We're talking about GeoCities and like ICQ and Messenger and that. like message boards especially. I love message boards. Now, let's talk about the app for a minute. Have you... Your, your notifications off, aren't you? Yep, of yeah, course. Cool. you got to. Um, it's fantastic. So we've got... Yeah, we have a lot of channels. Way too many channels. I'm looking at like four that can go right now. General, movies, TV, gaming. All right, when I call out one that you think it can go, you let me know. Music, memes... Books, comics, Star Wars, MCU, DC. Uh, the anime channel is called Chinese Cartoons. There's a Back on My Bullshit channel. I think Kojima Watch could go. Kojima Watch can go. Yeah, I'm doing it now. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm deleting it. Fashion actually is like one of the most popular channels. It's funny, the ones that I'm which like... Which is hilarious considering like 95% of the people in the group... just No, just wear yeah. t-shirts. But also, <laughs> I'm being harsh. <laughs> no, you're, you're beautiful. We should just change it from fashion to t-shirts. Yeah, no, that, that, that's all you motherfuckers post: t-shirts and shoes, um, sneakers at that. Uh, uh, there's a food channel. No, you know what? I'm keeping Kojima Watch up. I'm feeling it. There's a couple of posters in there, uh, and when I say couple, I actually mean two. It's me and <laughs> someone else. There's a beans channel. I uh, think that's funny as a bit. Yeah, keep it in there. Uh, fitness channel goes hard. Fitness, I was like, uh, fitness I knew and you sport would be. will be the same, but I, I'm in there. I'm chatting. Yeah, there's a sport channel. That's the one where I I'm think recommendations. I'm still not sold on that. Yeah, people because are- like, if you want a recommendation in this scenario for like an anime, you would p- ask in the anime group. You know, if you wanted a okay. recommendation for food. But our boy Billy Post has just posted. Um, I'm I'm traveling to Canada. Any recommendations of what I should do when I'm in Canada? To me, I see. I think we should be using the general chat more. Okay. I right. think we. I think, and I don't mean we as in you and I. I mean everyone. I'm feeling the general is getting neglected because we've gone so so niche, so niche that I, I think the general if should be the most popular one. Then there's our uh, videos. Another one that I'm not a fan of. Yeah, me too. Should we just delete it now? <laughs> Tabletop games. Uh, I will never be in it, but hey, if you guys want it, it's there. It's pretty pop. It's oh, pop. no, it's not. It took. There's about 12 messages in there. Um, tech. Tech goes hard. Tech goes hard. 
Um, there's a Lego one goes pretty hard, and then yeah. I made one of egg for me to post. And to- again, that's a Tommy, bit Tommy Dasselow memes. In. And you're right. When we go through it, I, I can't see us getting rid of any. <laughs> then there's pod talk, pod quotes, mispronounce for when all the things that we mispronounce. Yeah. And then some other social media related shit. Yeah. I, maybe we don't need to get rid of any. Well, I think if we we can, we can make folders for some of the more niche ones, maybe like maybe if we could put all the gaming related ones in a gaming one. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I think that's better because when you scroll all that list, you just kind of like. But it fucking rocks. It feels like I have my own message board. Feels like you and I are just admins again. Hey, fam, I haven't Island. felt like an admin for a while. Oh, really? You know? Wow. And it's good to feel like an admin. And it's not obtrusive. Like, it, it, it's not as... I know, Facebook has become such a disgusting piece of ingrained software that, like, a lot of people are checking it constantly and just seeing that red badge over notifications. No, totally, Plus yeah. The, the, the web browser and mobile app experience are horseshit. If you see, like, Andrew Levins has commented on something... I click on it, it doesn't ever take me to And I'm like, I wonder what he said. Yeah. I, and I also like mostly about this is that I'm only going to use Discord for this. Totally. Whereas when well, you, no, when I you mean go like to, four others. When you go to Facebook though, or it's like you only, you only do it, like your Facebook, got, you'll, you'll get notifications for everything else. And totally. you're like, oh, I just wanted to check PayFam. Yeah. I, I love it. It's been, man, I'm pretty like anal about my home screen. It's relegated itself to the front page. Mine that too. takes years for apps to get Similar there. spots on our, on our home pages too. Oh, bottom, yeah. bottom left corner. That's a Discord button, baby. <laughs> you know what? I'm doing it. I'm syncing up with you. Oh, I appreciate that. Slack can fuck off. <laughs> no, Slack's great, but it's like more work shit. And let me see where my thumb goes. Oh, much more natural to oh, that good. bottom. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did this live. Yeah, yeah. No, this is good. This is why people listen. And this is why people are going to pay <laughs> to join uh, the HeyFam hey message board. Uh, if, you, if that sounds interesting to you, not only does $5 a month get you in- entry into it, but also m- the main reason you should join our Patreon is like you get two... Slay fam, I love it. Slay fam, can I love be it, Queen. When we do a uh, yeah, like a Queen night, or you can do your, when Drag Race comes back. Oh yeah, we didn't watch the last few. You can you can have a Drag Race. Mm. Slay fam, that's funny. Okay, it's it's, it's got it's legs. Good. It's got legs. Uh, legs eleven. Um, Never knew what uh, that meant. It's like nine eleven. Yeah, it's it's the prequel. Two legs, two towers. The prequel. It all adds up. The nine eleven prequel was nine ten. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the main reason you should sign up to our Patreon, obviously, is you get two episodes of HeyFam every single week. Yeah. And I mean, what, that's 12 minutes of one. I mean, imagine that, but like a few more times. Yeah. And that's kind of How what, many that's more what times? you're paying Mr. for. Mr. Maths. I, maths isn't my strong suit. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm an assassin type that, that I, I shoot from the heart. But one equation that Angus knows very well is that HeyFam hey, pay costs just $5 a month and you can go to patreon.com slash HeyFam. And that's how you get it. Think of End it this way. of ad. $5 a month. What's that going to buy you? That's feeding a hungry kid on one of those things. Stop. <laughs> one of those things? You know, those, those things where they're like, for just blah, blah a month. I know. Can, I, I actually... I'm, and they I'm, kill I'm, you. And they're like, just, you can I'm, be getting a cup of I'm coffee. I'm picturing you in this like nightmare scenario where like every morning you passed past like a bunch of kids that are like cuffed in gallows. Yeah. Well, I grew up cost, in Dickensian. It costs $5 to, to, throw, to throw a tomato at their yeah. face. You, you know, know those ads, it's like World Vision. Just... You know, for a cup of coffee a week, a month, you could instead be feeding a, like a goat or whatever. You know, one year my dad um, g- gave... Um, like, oh man, that's right. I think I know this. He gave me and my sisters a goat for a small Yeah, village. my mom got one too, off our uncle and aunt. And I was just like, oh, thanks. 
<laughs> I have a piece of paper that's lying. Like I, I know I would that's love a, to go exactly, there. That's what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. I would love to go there and see this goat that I. Own. So I think it is the wording of it. If it was like, hey, instead of getting you a present this year, we gave you know fifty bucks, a hundred bucks to this charity i'd be like fucking right on that's great but it was the fact that he'd printed out a picture of a goat and they're like this is yours and stuck it to a card and you're like i want to see this goat yeah yeah don't show me the thing i can't have <laughs> also just get me a present <laughs> i'm fine with not getting a present but uh let's see <laughs> it's me it's my birthday <laughs> yeah it's christmas it's christmas yeah it's the same thing your birthday is like a week after christmas i know and that's you're the getting, problem it's you get a present then it's noticeable when someone doesn't come through plus i'm the only child so like if they're not getting me a present, then I, I don't know what's going on. I love, it. like, if your mum got you a present, but your dad got a community a goat. That'd be amazing. Like, Fuck you, dad. No, I don't think he has ever bought a present. I think it's that. That's a mum's job in my family. <laughs> no, I think that he... Oh, you know what? He started getting me birthday presents. He'll throw it into, like, the package my mum's made. That's, like, a man, I, that's a manly dad's job. Like, a birthday got, present, but not... And he's like, and I got you this. And it's like a brand of, it's very me. I remember getting like him the Watchman when I was 18 because I just read it. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh, you should read this. And he's like, oh, here's this brand of shirt that I like. Yeah, there's like, no better way to bond with your dad than when you start buying him presents that you want for yourself. Totally. Yeah. Or at the time I bought my mother and like mother's Day present, which was a Kramer shirt from Granny Mae's because I wanted it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but we watched Seinfeld together. I was like nine and obsessed with Seinfeld. <laughs> and um, I, I ended up taking it. It's still here. It's in this house. Yeah, I bought. I bought last time I did that for dad. He loved. He used to always buy dad Lego. He he always gets Lego sets for me. Yeah, I got my like, dad the Doctor Blu-rays. Who ideas set. Imagine you know imagine one? raising a son who buys you Dunkirk on Blu-ray for Christmas and and the fucking Beatles Lego set. So good. You'd be like, I, I did good. Wait, was that you or me? Well, both of us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I took my dad to the cinema like a man to see Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Did we? No, I took my dad. Yeah, yeah. We didn't go. It was a good movie. I went my wife. You went with your wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a man. Were you like, imagine if war was on, we wouldn't get to do these pastimes, going to the picture show and... Yeah. Yeah. I said that. I'm, I'm, so, glad I'm so glad I am like never went to war. I was, I, that was such <laughs> a big fear of mine growing up. Seriously. So I was obsessed with the war. I used to love like reading about it and like just soldiers. I don't know. If, you, some kids get into the war, you know? Which war? Like all of it. The, the Great War. <laughs> I, like I was curious why they called it the Great War. I like. Th- I would love if like some really niche war is what you refer to as the war. I was a war head. I was a real <laughs> boar war guy. No, the boar war bo- actually isn't a bit, but it did bore me like reading. I had to learn it at school, but like... World What's one, the Boer War? Uh, it was the first war Australia ever fought in, actually. Oh, right. I think it was in South Africa. Right. I don't know what was it was. It, about. Was it about Boers? I think the Boer is people. I think, it's a, I think it was like a place. The people you know, like the, the world, You know how the names of places boars. have changed? Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought it was about Boer Water for a while. Like they were fighting over who had the more Boer. And again, I would never research it. Uh, but yeah, just, just the big ones. WW1 and 2. Should we start a war channel in our Discord? Seriously, man, I'll get into that. World War One, Two, and Vietnam. Very interesting. <laughs> Here's my review. Very interesting stuff. It says a lot about the psyche of man when you're pushed to certain limits and trained to be a killing machine. But World War Two is fucking like probably the most nuts. Oh, it's epic. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just because of oh, this it's, is it's, the most, it's, it's this the is the most basic take you'll ever hear. <laughs> but like, I you can study it from so many different angles. From like what yeah. What incensed? You know, what, the bomb made the atom bomb. That, what that, incensed? But for me, it's like you know, why? Why did all Holocaust? these countries get involved? Yeah, but also, like it was Japan- one of those rare sequels that was like better than the original. 
was like Toy Story 2 and Empire Strikes Back. Like, and World War II. It right? upped the ante. It was just like, oh, okay, so you guys had trenches. Cute. Okay, we're going to eliminate a race. We're going to try to. And guess what? That makes us the bad guys. And like we had like legitimate bad guys from our point of view. Mm. Um, no one won that war, I think. World War Two? No, I don't think anyone won that. Well, I think we're still did really we definitively win that one? No, Russia actually won for us. They they like destroyed Nazi Germany. Yeah, and we take the credit for it. And when I say we, I mean America. But someone, someone, the the goodies won World War Two. Here's the thing: wars never. There's a war right now. Yeah, it could be your next favorite one. <laughs> now, war's horrible. But as a kid, I was fascinated by war, but I was also mortified about going to war. I used to have recurring nightmare. Um, that like Australia was invaded and like my neighborhood it was around the time I read tomorrow when the war began, like as a preteen. As every teen. Australian teen should. Yeah. We, it, it's our form of conscription. You have to read tomorrow when the you, war began. You, you get tricked into thinking that it's a book that's going to teach you about war, but actually it's a book that teaches you about fucking. And coming and eating dog food. They're the yeah. two things I remember. You could fucking eat dog food. I was like, sounds good to me. But no, I was like, I, I'd have like dreams that were photorealistic in my neighborhood and like, soldiers like shooting me and stuff like full invasion and then i was like we're so far away like logistically no one's ever invading australia i had a dream about um being caught in a tidal wave like that was i was like on a on a like the top floor of an apartment oh shit and the the waves came and they yeah like recently or like as a like, kid? Only like two days ago oh wow that's yeah nice. and like so actually my my family were on the top floor of the apartment and i fell onto like the second like like the one one her. one balcony down, and the waves were getting higher and higher. And I remember looking out and just seeing heaps of people in Dead the water. People. And I was like, "Whoa, fuck!" And then I woke up. Yeah, that's t- that's crazy. I want to get back into having like crazy dreams like that. I can't remember. I, I all in, I know now is I put my head down and then it's I wake up. Like I can't, I sleep so fast. Uh, Archie's been having those bad dreams that I really remember quite vividly as a kid. When and so he wakes up like, Aah! and I come in like, "What's wrong, Archie?" And it'll be like, um, uh, he said I could have a toy. Yeah. And then when I reached for the toy, I woke up and he didn't, he wasn't there. I love it wasn't those. real. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I remember Archie. that. I remember not even like, like I'd never liked Power Rangers, but I had a dream that like I had the Megazord. It was so pumped. I didn't cry. I woke up and was just like extremely disappointed that I was like, huh, fucking dream. Right. Cool. Yeah. I, I, like go figure. I actually I had, remember. Yeah. I, I had that dream about being given a Super Nintendo. I, the worst dream I had, and it was recurring as a child, was I was watching Sesame Street by myself, and they would wait till my parents leave the room, and then, like, Grover and, like, Bernoulli would start talking to me and get, like, really mean and start, like, frowning and look, like, scary, and they'd be like, you're stupid, and, like, just couldn't change the channel, and, like, these Muppets were, like, yelling at me, but they weren't, (laughs) and they're like, oh, his mom's coming back, and I was like, they're being really bad, and it was, like, horrifying. It was scary as hell. And I had it for like five years. Yeah, I had a recurring dream that I was really sick and I needed to have this ridiculously complicated operation to get better. And How old were you? Let's get some like, timestamps. I think from like six to ten. Yeah. And uh, they're, the year, they're the nightmare years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I used to use, also used to dream about um, uh, something coming out, a monster coming out of the um, the plug hole yep. and eating me while I, was, while I was getting out of the bath. World War II style. <laughs> The big one. And even more recently, like up until like a few years ago, I used to have a dream that I could jump really high and I would keep jumping higher and higher and then realize, oh shit, now I have to come back down to the ground. Oh yeah. I had and a lot I'm of, going to die. I had a lot of on a bike and then accidentally going off a cliff and like the, the sensation of like tipping and like get starting to go head first and like waking up before I hit the ground. That that's happened a, a lot. That's a big thing in Inception, right? Like, as soon as your body feels like 
it's falling. That's yeah. when you wake up. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they do. What a great movie! What Man, a, what a great Chris Nolan's really spearheaded this. Uh, the works of Chris Nolan really like spearheaded this episode. All of the uh, career wars. One I've always wanted to learn a little more about. You know what? I'm going to learn about the career war this week. That's my yeah, absolutely. Just telling it. No time like the present. Just uh, dropping facts around. Ask for some segments. I will. Just so did you know that uh, in uh, 1956? <laughs> I mean, I knew I knew Mash. That Mash is the only thing I know about it. Right. Yeah, I know a lot about the Vietnam War as well. You well can, yeah, I mean, Mash, fictional. No, but it was said in the Korean War, which I, okay, if you're a truther, you're gonna say that was fictional too. <laughs> Manchurian. There's a lot of interesting things that happened this century that. Uh, I'm glad we're written down But I am concerned Because only the winners Write them I would love to talk about war For the next two hours hmm. And I would that's why I like Star Wars so much Just the Just the, another the, version of war it, it should just be called wars hmm. No th- That's The wars are real And Star Wars is the f- Like The star, stars aren't real hmm. <laughs> um, So you saw Lion King tonight, I saw I the Lion It's called The Lion King For the, starters Okay It's not a um, No it's a DC uh, Remake <laughs> No, you know that the Batman, the oh, yeah, Suicide right. Squad. Yeah, it's the Lion King. Uh, yeah, I just saw that like a hour ago. I guess it finished and started two hours before that. So remake count. How many of the Disney remakes have you seen? Have you seen well, we've seen Aladdin. Yep. We've seen Beauty and the Beast. I, I think you and I have just seen the same. So you haven't seen the Jungle Book movies? Oh, I've seen Jungle Book. There's one. Oh, there is. Is there a sequel coming out? Or no, no, right. But no. Eddie Circus made one. I think he made a different one. Yeah, called Mowgli. That's right. But it has like a pretty good voice cast. I think like Christian Bale and shit are in it. But does he play all the animals? Yeah, I think of course he does. Yeah, <laughs> of course. That's like his thing. Yeah. It would be weird if he does. He he plays John Favreau in the John Favreau one directing. <laughs> He's actually directed both. He's all of Hollywood. Yeah. Um actually someone said he was in like an early movie. Was it you? And they were watching it and it was like in the nineties movie just as like a character. No, like, I haven't no, I've never I wonder who said that. I was trying to find out. Um Andy but, Circus, if you're listening, what movie was that? Home Alone 3. It could be. Mm. It could be. He's one of the robbers. Uh, yeah, but I saw um, Fav Man he, Scoops. He, he plays uh, one of the traps in Home Alone 3. Yeah, he's the paint tin. <laughs> uh, Who's in Home Alone 3? <laughs> no, and they, it's not Kevin. It's some yeah, other kid. Yeah, it's some other fucking kid. Yeah, and then they made four with another kid, but it's Kevin. Right. There's like, there's like five or six of them all four. Yeah. I think it was four. I know there's four. Okay. I'll correct you. I did buy a set. Two things I know, the wars and the Home Alones. But there's four robbers in uh, in Home Alone yeah, 3. Yeah, one of them's... Uh, Dawn, uh, is it Dawn, Dawn French? French? Yeah, yeah. Dawn French. Dawn, interesting name for a fellow, isn't it? Dawn's like traditionally a... Yeah, French is a very female current country. A lot of women in France. A lot of romantic women. <laughs> um, Lion King, Lion, The Lion King. The, no, of course. All right. the, the Lion King. John Favreau, Fav Man Scoop, back... <laughs> so did, so did, you liked Lion, The Jungle Book? Yeah, the Jungle Book was good. I only saw it at home. I, the Jungle Book, I never... I, I started thinking about like... I've been asking a lot of people this week in the lead up to this, like work colleagues or whatever. I'm like, what were like your Disney movies? And this was like pre-streaming, obviously, like when we were watching it. And like, I've come to realize that like... And I'm sure this will happen for streaming, but at least there'll be more choice. The The Disney movies that are your favorite ones are the ones that are like literally physically in the house and like have been bought for you. You know what yeah, I mean? And it's it's so interesting. Like I'm like before this movie started i'm like oh the princess and the frog is like somebody's favorite disney movie. you know what i mean like going through these titles that aren't as like big or ones that are like always referenced and i was just like oh there's like everybody's where, where my pete's dragon heads at totally and you, oh well, there's a live action remake i haven't seen 
Oh, they did make that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, apparently it's fuck? quite good. Yeah, right. But it's just... We'll get into Disney remakes in a minute, but uh, yeah, it's. I think it's the movies that were in your house or at a grandparent's house or something are like your Disney movies that you watch at like... I guess between the ages of like six and ten are like the ones that have like super been... What were the what were the Disney movies in your house when you were Beauty and the Beast. Well, okay, so I had a lot of the Merry Melodies. Is that? Yeah, that was Disney. Yeah, I had a lot of like the old forties, the racist Mickey Mouse ones. stuff. Just yeah. the just the one with Donald uh, telling people how to spot the Japanese in World War Two. <laughs> That's why, like, what? No, the, I had like the. <laughs> do you know one that I used to have you. a lot? Like Steamboat Willie. Yep. I used to watch that constantly. I don't know where my parents got them from. Do you remember the Ichabod Crane one? Like the Sleepy Hollow one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I watched so much as like a three-year-old onwards. And like, I don't know, maybe that's why... I, I don't... I've never seen that, but I did have the trading cards from that. Right. So I know the story. So and I, I, I know that it. so well. Like I watched that so often. My parents had like the weirdest ones. I mean, a lot of the like black and white, like ones with like Pete and stuff like that. Like a lot of those like silent ones. Like I, I watched... I thrashed those. But film-wise, the first one I got was on like video cassette. I remember Pinocchio. That was when I thrashed a lot. And Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Aladdin and the Lion King. And I think that w- they were like my boys. So and the other ones I was given. Then after that, I remember... Oh, and Toy Story probably capped that off. But then after that, I would buy videos. Right, yeah, sure. But they're the ones that I was given. It was like Pinocchio. But then, yeah, the big three were Beauty, Beast, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion <coughs> King. Yeah, I had Beauty and the Beast... So we'll um, we have the same ones kind of, but you would have some I had more. Bambi. Bambi was the first film I saw. Yeah, me too. With my, with, my, with my grandma. Yeah. yeah we yeah, we yeah. would have been peak age to do, go, go see a film with, oh, your, with your grandma. Oh, peak age to just get... Just fucking watch a mother get shot. Totally. <laughs> Bambi's <laughs> very similar to The Lion King, the, I think. The now. other day I was at my my parents' house. They had, they, they babysat the kids over the weekend. And uh, nice when, I, when I was picking them up, we were talking about... Um, Archie, my son, doesn't mm. like movies because they make him sad. Man, um, get, seriously, give me give me a weekend with that kid, <laughs> and, and you'll get arrested. We'll, no, we'll go through all the hits. Okay, you said you just want to take him to Fast and Furious Nine. I did. I've, I said I want to take him. I'll, I'll get him on a course correction. What's the Hobbs one? We'll go to Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. I think you should start with the spinoff. See if he has a taste for the the, the familiar, and then we'll yeah. That's the key. Um, but yeah, we were talking about like how when I was young, I actually I I used to cry in movies, but I I, I would never did. I still wanted to see them, right? Whereas he just doesn't want to see them. E.T. used to make me cry at the ending, and I remember I think I've told you this, and I've probably said it on the show, but I used to fast forward to the ending when he leaves, and they all have the like emotional hug in the forest, just to make myself cry. And I remember being a kid and going like, I want to feel that feeling when you get sad, and like bringing it on, which is like pretty fucked up. I remember being like three or four, and like. My mom would be like, are you watching the end of VT again? I'm like, no. And like just staring at the TV screen, making myself cry. Man, I tell you what, maybe having siblings is a good thing. But um, I brought up like seeing Bambi with my grandma. And yeah. um, and mom, mom was like, oh yeah, that's a really sad one. And I was like, yeah, of course, Bambi's mother. And then my dad chimes in and goes, oh yeah, Bam- Bambi's mother gets burned. <laughs> I was like, no, she doesn't. You haven't seen Bambi, dude. <laughs> Do you know um, uh, Judge Doom in... Who framed Roger Rabbit was originally going to be the hunter who killed Bambi's mom. Oh, that's such a great such a, idea. Like, yeah, I think it was a rights thing. Right. But that was like an original idea. They were like, oh, I haven't been the hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had, I, I definitely had Bambi. I had Beauty and the Beast. I had the soundtrack to Pocahontas because my my mom and my sisters won it when they went to go see that at the movies. Yeah, right. 
Um, so that, that, that got rinsed. I don't think I've ever seen the movie, but I, yeah. know, I know the soundtrack really well. So do you know they were concurrently making Pocahontas and The Lion King at the same time? And like they were like, oh, Pocahontas is going to be the massive one. Lion King was like the B movie. I remember watching all of the making of Lion Kings in the lead up to it. Yeah. Like, so I think by the time it came out in Australia, it was already a massive hit in America. Totally, so yeah. Like, but they were like, at the time when they started in 92 or something or 93, the idea of like the main staff were working on Pocahontas because they're like, oh, this Lion movie won't be that big. Yeah. Like it was the one they weren't putting all of their effort in. And it's, I'd, I'd probably say it's probably like up there with like Snow White and shit in terms of like celebrated Disney films. Oh, definitely, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. Like, um, I love Aladdin, but I think, like, The Lion King is, like, an infinitely, like, better film. Lion King was the first movie I ever saw in a cinema without parents. Um, Fuck. You would have been young. Yeah, really young. And I, I went with, like, a friend from school. Why? And uh, and his parents just let him go see movies. And so, like, they just dropped us to the cinema. And we went and we saw a movie. And my my mum was fucking went ballistic when she found out that yeah. I, I saw a movie without parental you supervision. Was, you would have been, like, eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um I, I remember seeing it on a Wednesday night after I used to go to like art class after school because I was that kid <laughs> um, in Kayama and then my parents like uh, picked me up and they're like, we're going to see The Lion King. And I was like, oh, cool. Get in, get in, bitch. We're seeing The Lion King. <laughs> get I in, just get in loser. Yeah, I remember seeing like a documentary before it came out and they were like, are we like UCG for like one of the first times? They're using the ballroom scene, I remember. Beauty and the, the Beast. beast but yeah. like, we scripted all the wildebeest because that would have been impossible to animate. And I remember just like, being acutely aware of that fact while watching and being like, mm-hmm. this looks incredible. Yeah. And now it's funny because they like, you know, use cutting edge CG 25 years ago. It's 25 years ago. It's, man, it makes me feel so fucking old. But, you know, and now they're, for all intents and purposes, still doing that in this one. Yeah. I think I, besides that time that I saw it alone in a cinema with my friend, mm. no parents. I don't think I've ever seen Lion King in full. Really? Since then. So I'd watch it every weekend from like, eight onward like i knew i still know every line to that movie basically yeah and it was weird because i was watching it today and like the lines are different they're like different and i was like oh this is oh that's and like it was a weird sensation I, i'm sure there's like a word for it but it was like 
it was like the opposite of deja vu. I'm like, oh, no, oh, that's a bit different. Oh, oh, where's that line? Or so, like remembering the delivery. So before Lion King remake, mm. the Lion King remake. The Lion King. I know you've got to really start calling it by. It's it. my least favorite word. The I try and say it as little as possible. Um, would you say Aladdin is your favorite of the live action Disney remakes? Um, maybe. I mean, no, maybe the Jungle Book. I think was like a better film. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. It's yeah. funny. All of like, yeah, all of the. Remakes. I think the Jungle Book one is just like. It set the bar very high. I, I I thought Aladdin was like way better than it needed to be, like we said on this pod, but it did still feel. I, I think for some reason it got like, it felt a little B movie to me. Definitely, compared, yeah. But like Aladdin to me wasn't that the cartoon. It was like such a grandiose. Right. I find it weird that it didn't this this live action remake. Make thinking back on it, I was like remembering watching, going like, oh, this just looks like sets, like every room they were in, and like. Because I didn't have the VHS of Aladdin, mm. besides seeing that at the cinema and maybe one other time at like a friend's birthday party. So it's funny, party. you and I have these different memories yeah, of I, these I associate the property of Aladdin more with the... Return um, of Jafar. No, the TV series. Oh, yeah. Because there was a, like, it, yeah, it was yeah. a Saturday, Saturday Disney TV series. I was reading about this with, the other day after... With Japanese animation. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I remember watching... Um, Return of Jafar was like the VHS sequel that Robin Williams refused to return to. But then they did Aladdin and the... Prince of Thieves And they got him back And he to came back it. And they were just like The animation was terrible Like it was so weird back then It was like There's an amazing video um, On YouTube channel Called Cartoons 101 And it is about That very like situation Era. And the, how they paid Robin Williams To come back for the third Because the they second were going to promote Toys or something And then he it? was like I'll only do it You, you can only use me um, As the genie Not as marketing in, in educational For educational purposes So he actually made A series of educational games As the genie Wow Yeah so the, his last Last work as the Like Robin was Williams that? As the genie Is him doing like a um, Something like happened too He said like he would return to it As an apology Something happened with like The promotion of toys Which I think Buena Vista Yeah 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 It's all, it's all covered in this video yeah. It's a really good video yeah. I'll, I'll put it in the uh, in the Discord I did a hell, hell deep dive on that Because it was after We saw the new Aladdin And I was like Remember you and I were like Oh what if they'll do the sequels And apparently They recorded like Like 10 hours, ten hours yeah. of genie stuff and, and you know, they can never when, use it. One of the earliest rumours From when the Guy Ritchie one came out It was probably not ever, Didn't have any truth in it But it was like They were used Robin Williams' dialogue and just have a CG genie. Yeah, right. But instead they opted for Will Smith. Well, he did a good job. He did a great job. But yeah, the just Aladdin movie felt quite B-tier to me. So I guess before that, I think like Jungle Book because it is like, it looks amazing. And I, I can see now it was like a demo for this. It was like, hey, we had one live action person in that movie. The next movie I'm going to make is there's no live action people. I feel like all of the remakes, they all sound unnecessary except there's always just one casting decision that's there. Oh, yeah, like, Bill Murray is blue. So it's, yeah, Bill Murray is blue well, for that. Uh, and Chris Walken as King Louie. Oh, fucking no. Yeah, that's good. Actually, the voice cast is nuts for Lion King. It's all like top but tier shit. Everyone was like, oh my God, Bill Murray no, is blue. Sorry, not Lion King for Jungle Book. Everyone's top for, tier. For, yeah. And then um, for Beauty and the Beast, it was like, whoa, Emma Watson is going to be Belle. That's yeah. great, great casting. Let's look, you know, I want to see this. Totally. Aladdin, obviously, it was Will Smith. Well, that was very controversial. It wasn't, remember, it wasn't like, oh my God, it's Will Smith. Everyone was like, oh, Will Smith. Yeah, but it was like notable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I don't know what, I don't think Dumbo successfully got that hook, which is why I don't think it did as well. As yeah, I am very keen to watch that. Me too. It's out now to rent. I might watch it when I get back from Splendor. What about during, while we're watching Tame Impala this Friday? We'll oh, that watch sounds fun. Tame Impala and Dumbo. Watching a couple Dumbo. of Dumbos on stage <laughs> and a Dumbo on my phone. 
Shout outs to the boys. Um, Never forget your roots. But obviously, this is like the most hyped cast that one of these remakes has ever Man, had. The, the cast list is bonkers. You've got um, we got Donald, Donald Glover, Glover, Beyonce, Donald Glover, who's going to be appearing at Splendor in the Grass this weekend. Hoping for a Hakuna, Maca- Hakuna Matata <laughs> cover. Yep. Um, you've got James Earl Jones in a very J.K. Simmons esque move. Uh, Returning. Who, who do you, who do you cast as Mufasa? There's there's no one else. No, totally. Yeah. So James Earl Jones. Um, obviously Beyonce as Nala. Beyonce Nala. Uh, um, Billy Eichner and, and Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen as Timon and Pumbaa. Pumbaa. Who are you, who, tremendous. Uh, uh, John Oliver as Zazu John Oliver taking Zazu. over from Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, the casting's like spot on. Um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's some great cast in there, and I, I think Eric Andre is one as, of the hyenas. Uh, one of the hyenas. Yeah. Um, I want to know what did you think of it. Well, first of all, so. So yeah, you reckon the Jungle Book is your favorite of the remakes? I think it's the best film out of them all. Yeah. What about now that you've seen The Lion King? I think it's The Lion King, hands down. That movie is like my favorite Disney movie. So reviews have been pretty mixed so far. What what what, what little ones have have mm. leaked out now? now? I remember, yeah, the the I remember seeing the initial responses where everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And then the day later, like the reviews were like. 50-50. I think like a, like a majority of critics just hate the very existence of these live well, action That's the remakes. bigger problem that I like, want to talk about. Like there's this, it can't help. Like I, I know it can't be helped but look upon as cynical that Disney like have basically a calendar where they're like, cool, so the people who are eight when Lion King came out, they're in their 30s now. Now we do that. You know what I mean? Like it seems a bit fishy. Yeah. But then I also can't imagine like, John Favreau, who's like was awarded this year or last year, like a Disney legend thing. He's now like, you know how they give out those awards, mm. like, and I can't see him like being cynical about making this movie. Him personally, he's yeah, he's. Such I think a the string pullers above yeah. him obviously are, but him being like twirling the mustaches, oh, and counting like the like he goes to Disneyland for fun on the wreck. You know what I mean? He's such yeah, a like yeah. Disney fanboy, and being told like, "Do you want to make the Lion King?" And then you can see how much he loves it with this, and just pushes. He, he, he's like one of those filmmakers that one thing he's inherited, not inherited, but is like emulated in later years for better or for worse. I think it's good, but he's had that like George Lucas thing where he's like, he doesn't just make a new movie. He like creates a technology to further a vision. Sure. And a lot of people are kind of like, no, that's not filmmaking. Like, but I do think, you know, in Hollywood and shit, like technological advances have for better, for the most times help further storytelling sure yeah, yeah for certain things but I, I can't see him being cynical without this and you can tell that while watching it i think i think you can pull back and go oh this is like the ninth disney remake in four years and that's pretty fucked up and why are they doing this and i i, I have a feeling that maybe that idea is marring people's opinions of this yeah then and also i think it's they've opted from day dot and it takes like a second to adjust to but like it's photorealism, meaning characters don't have like white irises, uh, white eyes, and like black pupils that are like with big eyebrows, and you know what I mean. Like they don't emote the same way a cartoon does. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I'm not going to answer that now. But it's from the get-go a very different experience. It's not as, and it sounds dumb, but it's not as like cartoony. Mm. Whereas like you knew when Simba was sad because like tears would be coming down his face. You know what I mean? You knew when like that, there were just very obvious cues that like obviously a, a big part of animation and children's films to portray and get across like what a character is feeling. Yeah. Actually, I, I just realized we've, I've been describing it as the live action Lion King, but it's no, it's know, animated. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The yeah, whole yeah. thing's animated where this is more like you would be forgiven for so many shots of the film 
thinking you're watching like a Planet Earth documentary. Did you you just stand up multiple times during the movie and yell, I forgive you? What's that in reference to? To you for being saying you you would be forgiven for Oh no, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was no I was texting John Favreau. <laughs> that was he's yeah, I was just saying you're forgiven, John. Uh yeah, and like so immediately from the get go, like the Lion King animated film, I think, is like I think we forget like how stylized it is. From like bright reds, bright you know what I mean, like very bright colours. The immediate thing with this is like you would call it oh, it looks drained of colour, but it's just like it is a natural setting. Like it doesn't ever it aims for such photorealism that it could come across as just looking dull i think Mm. i i went in obviously knowing not to expect the brightness of a like a a, a cell shaded animation so maybe that's why people are so just like the uh the clips of will smith as the genie in the lead up to aladdin had me going like oh this is gonna suck Mm. there are clips of the you know photorealistic animals doing Hakuna Matata, mm, doing which is a big risk. Now. Like there's there's not a lot of songs in The Lion King. I realized when watching it again, I'm like, oh, there's like f- What's three this? songs. That Just can't wait to sing. be king. Can you feel the love tonight? Well, but they don't even sing it. Oh, remember it's like a voice and circle of life. Yeah, just they don't Elton sing it. John it's like Hakuna Matata and Can't Wait to Be King and Be Prepared are like the three the songs. Song. Yeah, right. Which I forgot. I'm like, oh, that seems a lot less than I remembered. Um, but yeah, in, uh, the, the the clip of Hakuna Matata is like really drab and, and lifeless. it's a clip too. It's like, it's like 10 seconds. And I'm like, it is in the film, it seems natural when they sing because, and again, like, it's not the animated original where they're like, color. I remember with Can't Wait to Be King, like color switches, it becomes very like 60s Disney and like things singing in unison and like stacking on top of one and each other. Like, it do- that's not in this. Mm. It's like, the scenery doesn't change, the color. I mean, it does because they're moving around, but like, there's not an immediate hyper stylized we're doing a sh- song and dance now sure. and it is kind of strange i guess if you're watching you're going like oh why aren't they like staring at the camera when they sing or like doing things that are li-? basically it looks like they went in doing this doing like okay we have to do things that are only possible in the realm of this animal in reality now but is that a good thing or a bad thing i'm like it's an interesting thing technologically and a weird kind of test to give yourself but does it mean <coughs> it's a good thing yeah, so you, you, you were describing a lot of things that you liked about it in the in the car on the way over here, mm. and uh, I can't say that. I mean, I'm I'm interested in seeing it from a technological standpoint. That's only. that's the best thing about it, and, and I'm obviously an interest in how the how the cast does the voices. It yeah, doesn't sound interesting to me in any. Well, other like way. all of these remakes, it's like if, with any of these things, it's like it is strictly made for your nostalgia, and yeah, it's I, like. Also, the big question is like, are any of these necessary? And the answer is no. I mean, Aladdin was the Aladdin remake was a was a dumb movie, but I feel like it did transcend the nostalgia thing. Like mm. I, I think that the kids today would probably like that more than they would the animated one if were they to see it for the so. first time. You know, what I reckon. No, I think the animated one for sure. It gets weird with the genie like wanting to fuck that girl and singing on the boat at the start. Like, remember that shit? And yeah, like, you're right. When you realize right. like Will Smith's like blue for 20% of the movie. Like he's just Will Smith for most of it. Yeah, and he's yeah. like hanging in Aladdin's apartment. <laughs> I like that. I watch a sitcom yeah, about that. Yeah, he's funny. It's so weird. But no, this is like, I guess I, I think one thing about this one, it's, it's weightier and there's more gravitas in the sense that like the original movie is obviously quite slim in terms of time and archetypes. And this one obviously still is, but... I think because it doesn't have that like buoyancy or hyper stylized emotion of the other one, the original, 
it, it comes across almost like very classic Shakespearean. It like it sh- it does show you that like oh this is actually like a quite an epic story when it's done a particular way. Sure. So the good thing like again I'm not a, a bigger discussion of whether these things are necessary are remakes necessary, but the probably like I think the most important thing is like. Th- they are getting made whether we like them or not because yeah, they generate I money. I don't think, I don't really care if they're necessary or not. I care no. if they're good and some of them have See, been I and some of them haven't. When the trailer came out, I was excited from the get-go for this film and it, it, as knowing as unnecessary as it was, but like, I love The Lion King. Sure. And so when I saw those shots and like, I love, it reminded me, you know what it's like? It's like when they're um th- that Final Fantasy VII remake trailer from eight years ago. Yeah. When you're like, oh my God, it looks like real thing and like, yeah, it's never going to be the original Final Fantasy VII, which is like such a product of its time, stylized, you know, iconic, but it's never going to be the original. But it's like, if you're a fan of the other one, then you're going to like this. And is that, it, it, you know what? It, that's my parallel. It's like the Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> it looks awesome. It, Did you ever have a favorite scene? Um, I, I, I really loved the, the opening the sequence. The Wildebeests? Was that fucking awesome? Oh, that, that, you know, that was a tense ass scene. Hmm. I mean, I missed Jeremy Irons' delivery only once, and it was with the Long Live the King delivery. Where Who he kind plays of, Scar in this movie? Chiwetel. Oh, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm not even What else has he been in? Um, he's in, like, Doctor Strange. He plays Baron Mordo or Yeah. Oh, that guy. Okay, sweet. Yeah, 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 right. So he's great as Scar. <laughs> and less, like, remember was, I was saying in the car on the way over, like, it was funny. There was, like, that era of Disney movies where, like, the villains were just, like, Super ass campy dudes, yeah, like secretly gay. Yeah, icon. like Jafar, yeah. and it's funny. Like in these remakes, they haven't really done that. They're like, oh, sorry, gay is the wrong word. Like, can't you're right. They were cam, like Batman very campy camp. villain. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. Well, I'm going to go over here, and yeah, it was yeah. like very. They were always like single guys. It was it was a weird implication when you look at it all. You're like, oh, they kind of just like made out single effeminate men were like the villains. Really, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's another episode we could uh, do a rabbit hole on. But uh, I did miss Jeremy Irons' like "Long Live the King" delivery, which is like so menacing. This one's more—it's a menacing of its own variety. But it's just there were there are bits in this where I was like, "Oh man, that you can't beat that original delivery." Right, sure. Did he? But, pl- did Scar plunge his claws? Oh, into, he does that. Yeah. And he, I think he smacks him in the head too. It's like a bit more Hit. violent. But Hit. there were some sequences where I was just like, "Oh, this is beautiful," and I'm glad this sequence exists. Like the entire opening circle of life is just like. It almost feels like a tech demo. Just them. You could see that that was almost the pitch. That Who just, sings those songs instead of Elton John? Well, he never sang them. He wrote them. I think he sings. Oh, Can right. you feel the love? On the on the soundtrack, there was versions by. Yeah, Elton John no, he as doesn't well. sing them in the movie. Yeah, I never had the soundtracks, but I do know that he sang them on that. It's just like choirs or yeah, whatever, yeah, like a or like singers. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that sequence was just like, oh fuck, this looks amazing. Like the ants and like it's the shot for shot nature and yeah, it's like corny, like a tech, like a final fantasy 7 thing if you want to look at it that way but i'm like you know what like i don't want to get into like the like the, the conv- I, I i'm not going to think too much about how this like one company basically owns every property in the world and now they've gotten to the point where they're like paying for sh- shot for shot remakes of movies that people love but like just on like the base level as like an audience member like i am enjoying this yeah yeah i, I don't i don't have as big a problem that most critics do that these movies exist. Mm. Um, like, you know, when they're bad, but I th- and bad I think that's preceding always, most yeah. of these reviews uh, or feedback for all of these films. They're just like, 
and then another movie that doesn't need to exist. But then I'm like, well, what movie does need to exist? Yeah. Like they are forms of entertainment. <coughs> like I get the cynic in me comes out because I wish they were still making 2D animation. Yeah. I mean, again, we, we should do a deep dive on animation because there's, there's a reason why they're not doing it. It's really sad. Like yeah. they don't make money. Like audiences don't go to them anymore. It's seen as old fashioned. It's insane. I wish, but I wish that like there was like a smaller budget where they could Well, they do, can't because yeah. they cost so much money. Damn it. It's, it sucks. They've made it easier by doing 3D animation mm. for, for the animators, for the process, for everything. And, and like, the audiences prefer that. Kid, yeah, audiences flock to it. It's, <coughs> it's, it's sad, you know? I mean, even like 2D animation uh, is computer animated now. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's such a product of its time, which is, you know, we've got the real ones with Ghibli and, you know, stuff like that. I'm all animators too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just got to look there. Yeah. But yeah, you know what, man? Like, I, I, I really loved watching this movie on a huge screen that's sick yeah i was just like oh it's great and like in africa i went to africa to watch it you picked me up from africa no man i had a ball it's like i love that movie and uh, you know i'm like a disney dickhead and love disney stuff and yeah i i I was so into it i was like oh cool i know what this i know what this is doing like i can zoom back and go oh i know what yeah the cynic in me can go i know why this is being made at this particular time to cash in on certain feelings but i kept just pushing that aside going like man this looks amazing so do you reckon after trying to do kind of like campy musical fare with Beauty and the Beast and mm. from, in my opinion, and failing, Aladdin. Aladdin, I think they kind of nailed in terms of like the, the musical numbers, not nailed. I but thought Friend Like was Me a was really step good. Up. Yeah, yeah. Friend, Friend Like Me was, no, no, Prince Ali. Prince Ali was, that Prince was, Ali was boss. That was, the, that was the yeah, best yeah, song yeah. for that. Um, but do you think that they're going in now with this and then like the trailer for Mulan mm. looks very somber. Yeah, um, I, think that, I think that's the direction they'll take. So you reckon, what about Little Mermaid? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. That, one, that you need under the sea. I mean, yeah. We so we know that they they cast Ariel. Yeah. But, I mean, who who's going to be Sebastian? Reckon they're going to keep the Jamaican thing going. They should get uh yeah man wow popcorn Drake, <laughs> Ariel, <laughs> if he's a Toronto Jamaican accent. Oh my God, I can actually see that happening. <laughs> Jeez. Yo, yeah, like under the sea, you could see him doing it. Yeah, under the sea, girl. under the sea, ting hotline, hotline <laughs> sea. Fuck, you know it will be Drake. <coughs> it's gonna be Drake. That'd be so funny. Fuck, Drake yeah, as Ariel. Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, he won't do it because Millie Bobby Brown's not um Ariel. Um, but uh, we also have Lady and the Tramp. That's the oh, that's gonna be Disney Plus. The Disney Plus it? one. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are there any? classic Disney movies that you would like, you know, that you're hoping to see remade? Man, you know what would be boss? I was thinking Rescuers. Oh, yeah. Just get mice and clothes and shit. Fuck yeah. That's what <laughs> I... Yeah, the anthropomorphic shit is the best. Yeah, I would yeah. love to see that. I was honestly thinking that while watching this. I was like, man, the Rescuers would rule well, the, as a um, live action remake. The Robin Hood. The, the fox is Robin sick. Hood, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. an actual fox. Yeah, that'd be dope. Or an actual I'd be anim- into that. Yeah. I think that shit would be interesting. Like, totally. I'm into the, like the I'd love to see yeah. Put some clothes on these motherfucking animals. Basil the Great Mouse Detective. That is a good movie too. It's a great I movie. love the movie. Yeah. O- Oliver and Company, the Billy Joel one. That would be sick. It's the only Disney movie that's set in a contemporary setting. Did you know? It's in like 80s New York. There's Coca-Cola signs in it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty jarring when you watch it now. I haven't watched it in a long time. I I love uh, Cheech Cheech and Chong play, vo- play voices in it. Yeah, Bette Midler. That's right. Damn, the 80s Disney movies are weird. The whole era. There's uh, there's so many great... Hist- uh, I've got an amazing Disney hardcover book that's like published by Disney that's very critical of what they their mm. output in the um, 80s and early 90s. Yeah, it was the one that like, you know, Don Bluth shit was like killing it at the cinema. 
there's like the he's the, you know one of their lead animators left and started like a rival studio. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting that era, man. I've spent way too many hours. It's too. Don't but yeah. man, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. you, I would love you to go down the rabbit hole of um, all of the Japanese um, Disney animation studios. Yeah, and sure. all of like. Remember, I told you there was that Stitch anime that's still getting like it's. No, no it was not even anime. So like. Oh yeah, the guys that were like and the off so the ones the, off land that they're, were like, they're the cheap s- ones. No, no, the, all the Japanese ones are incredible. Oh really? They, they were the best, and anim- you can and the, there are websites dedicated to like the Japanese animated uh, episodes of like Ducktales. Get me they, in there. They're always the best. Yeah, Get I listen to this great podcast called Water Cartoon. Yeah, and they always go into it. Um, and there's a few like yeah like like Walt Disney owned but based in Japan, the animation studios. And it's a short-lived era because it was yeah. obviously such an expensive run that yeah, wow. not even the most, you know, Hardcore. successful company in the, in the world could, could sustain crazy. it. But yeah, like you could, you, you could tell when the, the episodes were made by Japanese animators. Yeah. Wow. No, look, I was going along with all intentions for this of being like, well, this is not, this doesn't need to exist. But then like, it's fine at McDonald's sometimes, you know? Yeah, like absolutely. I, like, no, of I know when I go and get like a quarter pounder, like I know what it's going to taste like. And I'm like, I know beat for beat this movie, but I also loved seeing a different take on it that was very respectful for the original and like really well acted. And I I was not phased at all by the fact that like the animals looked like animals. I know that's like very jarring. Mm-hmm. And obviously you can't compete with like the amazing work the animators did and the original directors did of like, you know, making a meerkat look human or like a warthog look human. But it is... There is a lot of people who I think like maybe when they think of a meerkat or a warthog, they think of Timon and Pumbaa for, before like the real animal. And so I can see why that's jarring for people. I totally can. But also I was just like, this is so cool. Like this is like, for me, this is just cool to see. Like it's a live action Lion King. I don't know. Everything about that's cool to me. And maybe I'm daggy for thinking that or like whatever. But I, I, I really, really just enjoyed it. I was like, this is fun. This is why I want to see a big movie on a screen. How far do you reckon they're going to take it? Like, do you reckon they're going to remake every one of their animated movies? Mm. Like, you know, obviously there's going to be a few exceptions, but like, do you reckon we're going to get like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? I was thinking about this with someone. I'm just like, is that too not PC anymore? Do they have or, to or like on? the Hunchback of Notre Dame? Like, I reckon they'll do that next. But how are they I reckon gonna, they'll do 90s ones. With like a weird CG Hunchback? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> do you reckon we'll do Pocahontas? Like these more kind of problem. I mean, Mulan is somewhat problematic in that it is a very westernized version of a yeah. Chinese story. So I think this one is obviously going to some lengths to course correct the. Would they do a, a, a more gritty take on the Pocahontas story? I mean, Terrence Malick did. He made that movie, Brave New. Well, I forgot what it was called. James Cameron. The did. New World. <laughs> well, and then James Cameron made it, but yeah, Terrence Malick made the New World. I think it was, which was like the real. Right. I like Colin Farrell playing the Johns. Oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, it was like Terrence Malick's first movie post Thin Red Line, I think. Right. Yeah. It was um Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. What are they gonna do? I mean they're gonna run out of these movies. Are they gonna start doing remakes of the remakes? <laughs> are they gonna be someone There's, going they, they have a lot of I, I would love to see them do like some of their like yeah, their, their failures from the nineties. Like imagine. Well, if I would rescue it. Like rescue I, I know that's not a failure, but I mean rescue, that's you want the rescuers down under. Yeah, man, I, I I would love to see that shit. Um, because like, what about Treasure Planet? That was like yeah. that big failure with J- Michael J. Fox but in re- it. Well reviewed. Um, but imagine that it as like no a money. full live action Who's massive special effects. Like that? that was someone's passion project from the eighties, and they like pushed it aside to do like Lion King and stuff. I think they did Sleeping Beauty already, right? No, 
They did Maleficent, who's the villain from Sleeping Beauty. No, they did Cinderella. That's did, right. That was the Cinderella. first one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's technically the first one. There's Re- Kenneth Branagh. Th- I reckon they'll do a live action Fantasia. Uh, no. <laughs> With real brooms. It's like a rumor that that was Hitler's favorite movie. There's there's no way that's real. <laughs> we could get maybe it was Bambi. I reckon is pretty likely. Bambi. Yeah. After seeing this, um, after seeing this, you can see them just going like, "Oh, let's do the like." They've already done Alice in Wonderland. I always forget that that's oh, that was like part one of, of the these. first ones, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, shit. Tim Burton's fucking weird. Whatever. Peter Pan. I feel like we've gotten so many live action. Yeah, I think like they would have to do pa- a different take on it, like the Christopher Robin, and then that's just Hook, which they've already, like has already been done. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're getting Lady and the Tramp. They're doing a one. They're doing done, a Corella Deville movie. Well, they already did a live action. action one. That, I guess a, that's the first one. Yeah, the Glenn Close yeah, as, as Corella Deville. But they're doing a Corella film. The Sword and the Stone. I love that movie. Yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, that's pretty much The Last Jedi. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made that too. The Aristocats with the racist Siamese cats. Yeah, that's that's insane. Isn't that Siamese. in Siamese? Or isn't that, that, that that's One Hundred One Dalmatians? I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, I always assume because they're cats. That yeah, no, I think it's One Hundred One Dalmatians. Everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah, that's the cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. That's the Aristocats, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I can't see them making that. Nah, Robin Hood. I would love to see them. Yeah, man, that'd be dope. Animate actual realistic-looking animals in fucking clothes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. The Black Cauldron. That's another one of their massive that's critical failures. That's the one failures. that's failure. They're super dark and shit. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Great Mouse Detective. Um, Rescuers. Oliver and Company. Little Mermaid. Rescuers. Rescuers down under. Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin. Lion King. Hercules. <laughs> they should do a live-action Goofy movie. That would be sick. Or a Goofy movie. What was that? Very Goofy sequel. Was yeah, that yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Pocahontas, Toa, um, I'm sure I'm like skipping the... Yeah. Well, technically James and the Giant Peach is a Disney movie. Isn't that weird? Oh, I forget that. That was really good. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Milan, Doug's first movie. <laughs> like as in the Doug. Do that live action. They did live action Doug. Who would you cast as Doug? The young kid who plays young Sheldon. Zach Braff. <laughs> Zach, Braff. <laughs> Zach Braff is Doug, but it's now he's like in his 40s. Yeah. Is Doug just thinking about like the mistakes he's made? That's kind of it. Atlantis, The Lost o- o- Empire, that might be one. Yeah. Was that the last 2D one for ages or something? Treasure Planet. Oh, yeah. And, and I guess the kind of the... the, the There was Brother Bear. I think that's a 2D yeah, animation. Yeah, Phoenix is in that. Yeah, wow. And the, and the Winnie the Pooh movies. Are I remember that movie, uh, Switch Ratio, from when he was human to a bear. That was kind of cool move for a kid's film. Live action Chicken Little. But speaking of Zach Braff, <laughs> he's Chicken Little. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, so man. I, I, Disney's attempts at trying to do 3D animation are so Man, bizarre. they're very good at making you forget, like, missteps, Disney. You know, when they're looking back and being like, The Lion King was such a big movie. And Toy Story, it's like, man, there's heaps of other ones. Say what you will about uh, Kingdom Hearts, and you have many times, but... Yeah. Chicken, Chicken Little's in that game. You can use him as an assist trophy. <laughs> that, that, that sucks, man. <laughs> there's one person that doesn't forget all of the dark sides of Disney, yeah. and that's Kingdom Hearts. But yeah, man... Um, Again, yeah. unnecessary movie, sure, but like, I wanted to just feel nostalgic for two hours, and that sometimes it's fine not to be edgy, mm. and to go, oh, I want to see Seth Rogen be a warthog. Like that's awesome to me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it looks amazing. I think it will win technical Oscars. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm gonna try and see it after Splendor. Yeah, I mean, if you don't like The Lion King, I maybe you will like this version more. But if you do like it, damn, I keep burping. If you do like it, then I think just like the curiousness for me is what would make me want to see. But if you didn't know it like beat for beat or word for word, I'm wondering how interested it would, you, it, you would be. It's the Final Fantasy VII of 
games. Final Fantasy VII remake of remake games. again. Yeah, it's that. It's it's fine. I'm glad it's okay to exist because there's a market for it. As cynical and psychical as it is, like w- it's nice to be reminded of simpler times. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking about when I watched it with my parents during this and like my relationship with my parents and. I don't know. It kind of was nice. I kept thinking about like my mom and my dad while watching this going like, oh, I wonder if I'll take like my child if I have one to see a Lion King. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was getting very meta and just like very emotional watching it. It was emotional for I'm sure. Glad. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. Chloe cried a bunch. Huh? Yeah. She, she cried a bunch. Eight times. Yeah. She cried a lot. <laughs> just like it is kind of overwhelming, I guess. Like that score coupled with the visuals, you just kind of like, oh yeah, this is like a, it's very overwhelming. It was the IMAX screen as well, so it was very overwhelming. Well, I look forward to talking with, with you again when I've seen it as well. Yeah. Um, but I look forward it was even fine. more. Like, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it, and yeah, I think you, that's okay. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's okay. For no some one's reason, judging you for liking this thing. That's no, gonna make I, lots of I, money. I think it's just weird seeing this like, damn, they've done it again. We saw a Disney remake. Seems to be like a lot of these reviews. And they're, they're, they're like, this. why does this need to Like exist? it or not, we're going to get more. Yeah, and then they're just like... Why does this need to exist? And it's just like, that's an argument for most movies. Like they are forms of entertainment and sometimes it's okay to eat the same meal twice or, you know, like a double quarter pounder, like one that's a, <laughs> like a bit a bigger and a bit more realistic than the original. I think it's fine. Like I, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, I don't think it's going to be my favorite movie by any means of all time, but I, I think it, I enjoyed watching it and I think that's okay. And I, while watching it, I was like, am this I, this is sounding desperate no, and but more I was like, and more desperate. As no, but I was like, continue. do I have uh, more about just like the, the, I don't know the, the culture of the feedback of these movies. Like, I think they need to like, s- there needs to be some rules put in place. where it's like, you can't open your review with saying like, well, yeah, we're getting more of these. It's just like, yeah, we know we are. It's a kid. And I think also like, it's a kids movie. So a lot of people reviewing it saw it as kids and now as adults, maybe they're like realizing the original one isn't as like deep and special as they thought it was. I don't know. Maybe that's something there. But yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's okay to like remakes of Disney movies. This is the stance I'm taking. It's fine. It's fine to do that. And I think we've been shamed into not liking it. <laughs> Angus is in that, in that, in that phase now where if I just keep continued looking at him for the next 10 minutes, he'd keep, I'd cyclically re- re- reiterate. I'd that remake statement. that statement. Yeah, <laughs> I'd remake it. Um, um, I'm curious to see what people like you, yeah, like you and stuff think. Like friends of mine. I'm curious. But to no see. one else. If you're well, not Angus's friend, don't even. No, bother. I'm curious to see what the fam thinks. Okay, in our Discord. Yeah, in the Discord. Um, I'm also curious to know what you think is happening next in the MCU. Um, and we're going to be doing some predictions. And Comic Con what- in general, there's some like other dumb shit going on there, right? I mean, neither <laughs> of us have researched beyond that. The that and MCU you are doing in a the, panel in the the millisecond it takes for us to hit stuff on this and record on the next one that we'll be uh, res- researching. I uh, might just like type in Hall H. I think that's something. To do. <laughs> I have uh, I have some good some good ideas that um, I, I, I hope happen. <laughs> Live action remakes. Yeah, I hope, yeah. They, I hope they do a remake of um, Endgame. Oh, there's no post credit scene for Lion King. I stuck around because. Fav Man Scoop is the originator <laughs> of the post-credit scene. I thought Nick Fury be. doesn't show up. No, there's uh, no Nick Fury. Though I did think it would be nice if Scar had an eye patch and, you know, started recruiting a group of super-powered lions. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. Call me Disney. <laughs> um, so you're doing our predictions for San Diego Comic-Con. Diego, I'm just Comic-Con. Googling it now for the next episode. <laughs> We're doing extensive research. It's going to be an absolutely wild time. Um, plus, Angus is going to help Here's me decide. Here's a tease. It's uh kicks off Thursday the 18th of July, but 
We'll have to listen to PayFam to find out when it ends. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hook I'm leaving you on. Angus is going to help me decide which video games to play this weekend. Am I? And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I've got some like some book news. I wrote a book and I've got some, I've got some crazy news. So I'm all, excited that, for all that and more in PayFam this week. If you want to hear it, yeah. plus get access to the, uh, the uh, PayFam Discord. It's $5 a month and you can uh, go over to patreon.com slash HeyFam and sort that out there. You get one extra episode of HeyFam every single week. And we're going to record that right now. There you go. I've just Googled something. It says the Marvel Hall H panel. So I'm pretty, you know. He's uh, done it, guys. I Extensive it research. Yeah. Enjoy your morning. Morning enjoyed. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.